Welcome everyone to the Pro Wrestling Spotlight presents True Hill Heat 58. We are live from True Hill Studios and unfortunately I lost my, my dear and lovely bottle girl for the True Hills, Miss Chrissy Love. I lost the resident True Hill alcoholic hey top guy, JJ. Hey dude, can, so, you, can you keep it down for us? Sorry, can you keep it down for a second? I'm on the phone. Um, how, about how far off are you? So we, we called in. Shh. How, how long are you going to be? Are you going to answer me? Oh, I'm legitimately calling to see how long you're going to be. I don't, I don't know how, how long I should be quiet. I'm not used to being quiet this long. Okay, cool. We'll see you then. I think that was the third man. The third man for, for our mystery team. So, yeah. What? Welcome to the True Hill Heat. My, Is that who I am? No, no. I no. am the True Heel Heat. Our special guest. Did I screw this up already? Uh, 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 maybe. I, I mean, thought I was a host. I'm I, a guest. No, you're a guest host. I'm a ghost. Am I even here? There you go. Boom! Mark Adam Haggerty. That's right. That's who I am. The voice of Battle Club Pro. You, you've seen him on your television screens, on MLW. You're a very talented man. Welcome oh, to True Will Well, uh, th thank you. I, um, I, 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 I apologize for interrupting your phone call. You had a very important phone call with our yeah, mystery guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was making sure that he was going to be here on time. He or she or they uh, are, are going to be. It's he, I already said it. Um, <laughs> says that he is uh, seven minutes away according to his GPS. He's seven and, um, minutes. You know, I told okay. you before, uh, we are here uh, in New York City. And um, it sucks parking out there. But the thing is, I live in, over in Jersey, so I see all these signs that are like commercial use only. And I'm like, no, not for me. I'll go park legally. Uh, I think our mystery guy is a New Yorker, and I told him that they're mostly commercial use spots out there, and he laughed at me. Yeah. So um, he should probably be here in about seven minutes. I don't think it's going to take him, what did, what did it take you, 30, 40, 50 minutes? It took me about 40 minutes to find a parking spot. He's a good I had. I was legit typing while driving. Don't do that. Uh, hey man, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to make it. After driving two hours to be here, I was just going to give up. That, that, that's but what I made the show it. means to you? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. You told me I could talk about myself, so I, I made a point to be here. There you go. All you have to do is tell Mark Adam Haggerty. Where are the lynches? <laughs> I don't know where the lynches are. I came are. here to meet the lynches. I know, I know. She bails on us. All right. when, when you come, Dude, you want to meet her? I, I, I assume she and her family are going to watch the... I don't know. Yeah, they it's, are. My, it's my favorite show on, on True Heel Heat. I watched like three or four of these. I mean, not the whole thing. <laughs> um, but uh, I watched uh, a couple of those, the whole thing, because they keep it tight. Thank they you. keep it nice yeah. and tight. Uh, it's really, really entertaining. Uh, I think it, it... I'm not even kidding with you. I think it's like really enjoyable. Uh, that, that That is a great show that I think... Uh, could blow up because like people love kids people love families and uh, people love wrestling right it's true it brings the whole family together That's so right. but you didn't enjoy like the three count with sp3 no what's that i didn't watch that who's that who's sp3 is that who you, is that who's that that's me. Like I'm, that's I'm, what you I'm, call I'm yourself. Like, yes. Yes. Oh man. Yeah. Okay, like you I don't even watch my from, my I segment through Facebook. I knew your name. We don't. We don't <laughs> say that on here. Oh okay. <laughs> 
Well, See, I'm one of those people in wrestling that uh, just my my name in uh, in the ring, as it were, is the same as my name on my birth certificate. Well, well, uh, it's basically my initials. Not one of the, my those cowards that changed his name to Killian McMurphy or something just bogus like that. Um, I'm coming. Like, for, there we go. There's Killian the heat. McMurphy, I'm coming for you. <laughs> There's the heat. <laughs> but yes, Mark Adam Haggerty, thank you for coming on True Hill Heat. Uh, we are honored to have you on here. You're the voice of BCB. Can I do this? Yes, you're, you're fine. I mean, yeah, you're okay. Fine. Let's make it you're sure. Fine. This is True Hill Heat. We have another show called Joints and Jabronis. You might. Well, enjoy. this isn't a joint. This is a jewel, and I'm still getting the mint jewel pods, uh, even though they've been banned. Come at me, uh, uh, big jewel. I, I mean, you about to get us in big trouble. We're usually promoting some type of alcohol in the show, and you're promoting jewels. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, this is alcohol flavored. Gross. <laughs> Keep it consistent. So what are we talking about today, so, man? Let's talk about things. I like your suit, by the way. Thank you. I am I am decked out because it's the you true heels that I would. Uh, yeah. Also, I'm. I want to actually thank you for not getting dressed in a suit because I was gonna have to make up an excuse of why, why I'm the second why, best why, dressed person. Why would I dress in a suit when I could just wear my own T-shirt that you can get at prowrestlingtees.com/haggerty? Just saying. I also have brand new locker room detective shirts up there. What's that? That's a button. And what's locker room detective? Locker room detectives. I'm so glad you asked. Um. So. Kidding aside, Locker Room Detectives is a show that I do on IWTV, Independent Wrestling TV. Uh, you can subscribe to that. You can use the promo code LockerDicks. That's what we are. We're the LockerDicks. Um, and uh, I don't know what that gets you, actually. I don't know if you save money or we get money. I don't know. I haven't seen any money, though. Uh, either way, uh, we do a show every single Thursday night after Beyond Wrestling Uncharted Territory. And it is like... Uh, I, I kind of say it's like James Bond meets the old 1960s Batman meets mm -hmm. pro wrestling. Um, it's myself and Chris Levin. We are detectives, and we basically fight crime. You know, we have, we've uh, hunted Bigfoot. We've captured aliens. We've had run-ins with Nick, Ga uh, Nick Gage and Scott oh, Steiner Jesus. and, like, all, all these insane people. And uh, <laughs> we just filmed episode 18 we're uh, going to be doing 25 episodes, and that's 18 weeks in a row that we do these. And they're highly, very much edited, green screen type stuff. Uh, they're like 15 minutes long. And uh, we're doing 25 episodes for the first season, and that's going to run through uh, the middle of March, right before WrestleMania. And then we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back in September with season two. So Very nice. it's really cool. I, I really enjoy doing it. I've been able to do it backstage at uh, everywhere from MLW to uh, Game Changer Wrestling to Battle Club Pro. And it's crazy. It's to the point now where um, even at MLW, there were fans in the crowd when Chris and I were in the ring together. Chris Levin, I don't know if I've mentioned his name at all. Uh, Chris Levin <laughs> from Impact Wrestling is the other locker room detective. And whenever Chris and I are in the ring together, even at MLW, you have fans that are like, are those the locker room detectives? So it, it's really cool. It happens a lot at Chikara, but um, it, it's neat. It's, it's, it's fun for me because I'm a ring announcer, so it's usually very much like, the following contest is going to go for one fall. What fall? <laughs> We're wrestling fans. We get it. And then, and Chris is, you know, referee, like, you've got till five. You know, we're very... Right down the middle, we have to kind of be the straight men, which is ironic for me. Um, but uh, but for this, we actually get to play like characters and stuff, which is something wrestlers get to do all the time, but we don't. 
So uh, it's fun. And I like to things, think things like that have kind of put me out there to a whole nother audience because now I'm getting bookings just to come on and do locker room detective segments. Boom. Yeah. So it's working. It's working. It's working. It's getting. Oh, me. also, I've got these uh, pop sockets. Oh, these are Mark balls. Adam Haggerty pop sockets. That's what these are called. I didn't know that till I ordered them. Boom. Put it on the back of your phone and have my face. It's all rainbowy. Because cause gay. This is Mark Haggerty <laughs> presents <laughs> True Hill Heat. Yeah. <laughs> but, Sp- sponsored by ProWrestlingTees.com slash Haggerty. Boom. You type it in, type it in your search. When can I be on the lynches? I want to just be up in their bed with them. Like like just me with like my arms around the whole family. Like, what'd you guys think of SmackDown? The kids looking at me like, who the hell is this guy? That's Uncle Mark. I want to do that. That's on my bucket list. There we go. That, WrestleMania. Chrissy, you heard it here first. That's on my bucket list. Like that that sounds so ridiculously fun. You're gonna be you're gonna be the SmackDown with the Lynches and Uncle Mark. Mm-hmm. That that works. For and me. I'll be on what was your show? The three three, three count three minute with warning with what? who? With three count with SP three. SP three isn't that like a motor fuel like a fuel injection? <laughs> no, I think it's uh it's SP four or something like. SP4. No, no, that's like like tanning lotion. I think it is. I I like just that. know they 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 advertised Monday Night Raw during the nineties. Is all how about Castrol GTX? Have you ever thought about that for your name? But my my name is actually Sid Pilar the third. Yeah, no, no. SP3. We don't say it on the show. You already got me breaking kayfabe. Oh, what like, are God, we doing? Damn. No, this I is, think this is more off the rails start for us than should usual. I should I ever end up in the WWE? Uh, I've thought about this quite a bit actually. Um, they make people change their names. I don't know if you guys were aware of that. No, I, think, I thought everybody's I, name was I, like I think, the Fiend Bray Wyatt. I think when I submit like yeah, Bray Wyatt in general, people <laughs> people aren't named that. Um, <laughs> but like I think when I submit like my list of things, like oh hey here they are, I'm gonna add like right in the middle Gastrol GTX. And I'm gonna have like these young, like millennial writers be like, I've never, oh, that sounds cool. I don't know. <laughs> just, it triggers something in my brain. I just don't know what it is. No, you should like make it like a proper like name, like ga- gastroil. Or then- fourth meal. I'll call myself <laughs> fourth meal. You know, just some kind of weird advertising thing. There you go. That, wor- that works that either way. Or, or Icon Pro, whatever. So this is True Hill Heat 58. Yes, we do a True Hill roll call. Is yes. that like, what is that? That's basically where is we- Is it a shout- song? No, we shout out all of our, all our people com- uh, contributing to the True Hills group page, you our have YouTube out, channel. You have blocked out eight to 10 minutes for this segment. Yeah, this is, I, I figured our, our start would be pretty long. I feel like we're always off the rails, but this is a little bit more off the rails than usual. Okay. I like it. Okay. You're well, timing me? Yeah. All right. So we're going to, we're going to, eight, 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 eight minutes on the clock. All right. All right. It better not go that long. So our top three conversation starters is the Negro Buck, Nick Jackson. Yes. I said it. Yes. Yes. I knew he would like that. And I didn't like that. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. I didn't like, I didn't like, no, no, I do like it. I do like it because I think it, it, uh, it conveys a sense of ownership over, uh, uh, mm, uh, it was really nice to be here. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark A. Haggerty. Thank you so much. I hope the special guest gets here soon. Thank you guys. Good night. So our true heels that we got to shout out. Neil Shockley, uh, Gregory Lamont Brown, Jermaine Pacman, uh, Faith 
Kara, and Chris Rodriguez, and our two YouTube subscribers. We got a shout out, Gina Johnson and Marcus Champion. Special announcements, we got a new show review coming to the YouTube channel, Impact, uh, 20 by 20 Impact with Nathan McFly. We also got our Impact Hard to Kill viewing party coming up on January 12th at Love Story in Brooklyn. I hope if you're, if you're available, you can come on down. What's the date of that? January 12th. January 12th, I don't know. I don't know if... Uh, you got to look at your, your very busy schedule. I'm going to have to look, but uh, I feel like uh, it might be that time. Uh, it might be time for our mystery guest. I, I think I can I think I think can put the timer on hold. And yeah, I put the timer thing. on hold because Hall and Nash, we held it down. Right, do you want to introduce him? For this off the rails. And But yeah, I think you're the ring announcer, so no, I think you're it's, supposed it's to, for you. You're supposed to say yeah, and then I'm supposed to be like, no, you're not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome coming to True Heel Heat. That's the name of the show. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Coming to True Heel Heat. He is uh, one of the people that has given me an opportunity in this business to make it as far as I have. He was the first promoter to ever put me in a ring as a ring announcer in the city of New York. He is the owner of Battle Club Pro. He is Joe Cam Money. <laughs> Welcome back! 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 Joe Kim, um, uh, I believe this is the second show that we have taken over together. Yes, this is. You don't want to see the footage from that one. The other one. We went into the, we went into the, it was in like an actual, like a television production studio. And I went into like the guy and I was like, no, what are you doing in here? I'm the producer man now. Are you serious? Yeah. It was rough. It was rough. It was a real DX takeover. Well, Joe Kim, you've been on the show. Now this is your third time. You were, you were trying to tie all of our other special I guests. On as much as possible. Absolutely. We, we love having possible. you on, brother. You're like the Alec Baldwin of this show. It's like, hi, I'm Alec Baldwin. This is my 40th time hosting SNL. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. Did you see the gifts I brought them? Yes. Did you? Did you? The gift. What did you bring them? What did I bring them? I mean, besides the gift of Battle Club Pro, I brought them. You can all get these signed. He signed it. This one is a special edition one that I printed from my friends at J Lee Photography. Are they going to be with us on January fourth? New headshots. Oh, Jesus! I mean, I am gonna see them several times before then. But I'll get some then too. <laughs> I'm gonna get them uh, then too. Well, we got we got Battle Club Pro is taking over True Hill Heat. We're gonna be getting into one for all. We got Joe Kim to help me out. We're breaking down the card, but we gotta get to our True Hill uh, Year End Awards as well. I'm gonna run through it very quickly, but like I said, a couple of the announcements: January 12th, Sunday, Hard to Kill Impact Love Story in Brooklyn. We are having our next viewing party. Chrissy Love will be there. So, oh, oh my God. He just he just gave me he just gave me a, a spoiler, but That's I nice. it beautiful beautiful I love it. This is I January twelfth. Yes, the day before I'll be in Dallas, Texas. But um, hmm. maybe I can maybe I can come through. Maybe maybe you, if you can squeeze us in. I don't know I don't know. You seem like a very busy man. He's got a whole calendar. Like, that was ridiculous. I'm definitely gonna get a cowboy hat and maybe you, need maybe to. you got to. You need They're to. very expensive. Um, but I'll buy a cheap one. Go right here on Manhattan. That's not the that's a, not the point at all. I just gave I you a Bloomingdale gift card. I have to yeah. do it in Dallas, you guys. That's true. 
<laughs> from like a trailer on the side of the road of a guy like making things out of snakes. That's what I want. Snakeskin Stetson? Everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything's bigger and snakier in Texas. <laughs> bigger and snakier. At least that's what I'm counting on. I, I hope so. Because <laughs> gay. Um, what, 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 uh, what, 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 yeah. And then our final announcement is that Battle Club Pro, one for all, T True Hill Heat will be sponsoring a fans bring your own weapons, anything goes match between the debuting Nick Gage versus Jessica Havoc. So that's our last announcement. That's a first time ever match. First time ever. <laughs> one <laughs> for all. Oh. You just got that? One for I was today years what? old when I realized that. <laughs> Who am I anymore? But let's hear from our viewers. Our spotlight in True Hills. How have they been enjoying our off-the-rail start to the show? <laughs> All right. Well, Romeo says that women get free shots if Tessa wins. That is true. That is true. Yes. That, that, that sounds out of context, but okay. Well, well he's talking about the hard-to-kill uh, viewing party. We're going to be at Love Story Bar. It's all for the women. We're having an all-female podcast as well. Is hard, so. hard-to-kill an all-female event? No. no, Tessa Blanchard is making history by becoming she's, she's the first woman yeah, no, 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 to go that. for the world title. I, I, I get that. I, 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 I feel like that has to happen. You seem, you seem so unsure about this. Because she wants free shots. Yeah, I figured yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I figured that. And Mark. And Mark, Romeo. Just okay, add Mark in. He's always the exception. <laughs> Chris G said earlier that SP3 sounds like that shit you put on Rusty Locks. Well, damn, like, is everybody coming that's, after my name today? Who, like, the Negro are. Butt says there's no respect for the true heel phenom today. No, no respect I at all. Say he I, doesn't even watch the three count. Wait, oh, that's what it's called? Yes, it's called the I three count. I thought it was called triple three. <laughs> I thought it was called triple three. Gosh darn it. And Chris Can't catch G break. said earlier that New York City parking is worse than the Alana promo. That is true. Absolutely true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where'd you end up parking? Uh, I'm right around the corner. Cool. If you're closer than me, maybe you drive me to I'll my car. I got <laughs> the benefit of having one of those like New York uh, government worker plaques. So oh, it's I'm, cool yeah. for you. Yeah. That's cool. I know. I'm still parked illegally, but I know that uh, I'm allowed to park where I am. Okay. Well. There you go. Uh, so we got to start off our True Hills year-end awards with a very special award that I added. Uh, Joe Kim, you, I, I, I told you, you would be the one to announce this award because I added it last minute, the Battle Club Pro Show of the Year. And you can read off our winner. Well, what were you going to say? <laughs> what was I going to say? Before was you it? say the winner. Oh, well, no, that's what I was going to say. It was the winner. I, I was Where gonna is say... that? <laughs> okay. That, that was an added, uh, added option, and it became the most popular option. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was going to... That was going to be my... That was going to be your thing? <laughs> I was going to... Okay, so you do it. You can do it together. Eric would be I, jealous. I don't... <laughs> hey, Faye, brother. Uh, don't break that gate, Faye. I, 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 <laughs> well, I, I don't think it's anyone. God damn it, just say it. <laughs> so I added the fourth option of the full year of Battle Club Pro, Get Battle Club Pro shows because every event was unique. 
uh, Women Crush Wednesday was the start of WrestleMania week. Absolute banger. I mean, you that was an event that with everything that went on, people were still talking about. The Tasha Diamante, the Tasha catching in. It was just crazy. Uh, and, what a great, just and what a great job uh, our officials did on that show, too. With the exception of the last... God damn, that was the joke. Come on. <laughs> no. That was the joke. What are you doing? No. We're, fuck that. <laughs> we break kayfabe here. <laughs> now I gotta bust my ass to make that match happen again because I owe it to both those no, incredible women. You're saying make sense wrong. You said, I had to bust my ass and make that match make sense is what you should have said. Yeah. <laughs> the second one we crowned our first ever. Franchise champion Anthony Bowens at Unfinished Business. And then the third show of the year was Anything You Can Do. And, uh, you know, of course it was deemed as a, a intergender theme, but it was just wrestling up and down the card. The best males versus the best females possible for that. And uh, there was one constant at every show. Mark Adam Hack. I mean, I think Matt McIntosh was at most of the... Well, no. no. At <laughs> <laughs> Harlow O'Hara. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes, okay. yes, Harlow, yes. That's true. Mark Adam Haggerty and Harlow O'Hara. And uh, this year, I think, uh, Gino Gotts and DJ Accident Report. Great commentary. Oh, yes. Yes. Great commentary. Yeah. I love all the commentators and announcers for Battle Club Pro. They, they're, they're amazing. Gino's the funniest fuck Dude, on the planet. I, I, Eric is so good. Gino's never going to watch this, right? He might. <laughs> if we're name dropping him, he might. Yes. Don't, no one tag him in this, okay, seriously. no one tag him. <laughs> uh, Gino is so entertaining. So He's so talented, man. He, like No one better. He and I really I love the dynamic between him and DJ Accident Report, where uh, you know DJ's obviously like you know loud and proud and gay, and then Gino's like Joe Pesci. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly <laughs> what you would expect from like... Uh, Billy on the street and Joe Pesci hanging out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. wait, wait, wait. What does that mean? What you? Why you keep calling me girl? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is when did Mark Adam Haggerty decorate the place? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, with all the rainbows in uh, in Ridgefield Park. Haggerty, you decorate this place in rainbows. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. So yes. The full year of Battle Club Pro wins Battle Club Pro Show of the Year. Uh, we had 2019 worst announcers voted voted by you guys. I'm gonna say honestly, the what? The, the worst. worst. The worst announcer. You, you weren't even a, a, a nominee. No. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. No, I'm just like at the general conceit of it all. Whoa, we, what the hell? We gotta. We gotta all right. Win. Award number one. What's the best Battle Club Pro Show? Next award worst announcer yes, yes. what we kind go, of seesaw we, is we, are, we go all over the place here that's what we do and i feel like a lot of you guys took personal feelings into this because the number two option was jim Cornette, and number one the oh, winner at least it's someone that like makes millions of dollars yeah exactly i don't think he's hurt by winning this award it was Corey graves Corey graves is our 2019 worst announcer best announcer of the year was once again no, I'm sorry. He was. Yeah, you, I, you got a vote though. Um, I got Ma- a vote. <laughs> oh, wait, who won? Hey, thank it you, thank you. It was Mar Ronaldo. Thank you, Mar Ronaldo. Let me tell you a couple they, things. They, they mixed everything no, up. I'm not gonna you know, go we we mixed it all together. I'm sorry. I know he's he. he everyone disappointed with Mar Ronaldo has me blocked on Twitter. So I wouldn't. Why? Know. Ooh, why? All right. Here's why. <laughs> uh, uh, so. A few years ago, Morrow was uh, Morrow was uh, 
receipt from parking meter. Great. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Morrow a few years ago was let go uh, before he was then brought back. And mm-hmm. some of my fans on Twitter were like tagging WWE as if like the people with decision making power in the company also control the Twitter account. Uh, they, they were like tagging WWE and Morrow like, Mark Adam Haggerty should replace Mauro Ronaldo on I, Raw. I definitely did that. And I never, I never, I never liked it. I never retweeted any of them. I never said thank you. And then he blocked me over it. And I was like, wow, man. Um, thanks. <laughs> uh, that means it was so many tweets to him that he had to block you. Oh, you know, no, no comment. No, no comment. He took, he took notice. <laughs> But but you're 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 my favorite announcer. Oh, and that makes the difference. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you. You my, don't watch my show. I, I call you best announcer. Come on. Thank you, D three, the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, the 2019 most improved wrestler was the new NXT Women's Champion Rhea Ripley. 2019 best high flyer after coming up short by one vote last year will osprey is the 2019 best high flyer best brawler was john moxley voted on by you guys best technical wrestler was roderick strong now i'm gonna ask you guys though what was what was you guys best moment in 2019 in wrestling i couldn't care less well for you i know it's about you uh what was your favorite moment? I must sound like money. a real dick. Uh, <laughs> so mainstream, uh, as I was telling these guys before, I uh, don't get a chance to watch a lot of stuff that I'm not on, which is less of an ego thing and more of a time available thing. Um, I, uh, you know, but I, I got to give it up to uh, to my friends at AEW because uh, they've done something amazing this year. Uh, And I was saying before, like, you know, you've got like Chris Statlander and Orange Cassidy and Joey Janela, these people that I've been working shows with since like my first month in wrestling. And now they're they're national television stars. And, um, you know, take nothing away from what I'm doing with MLW, but AEW, I mean, they're they're challenging. They're challenging the king. And uh, and. I don't know if they're succeeding yet, but they're doing a really good job. And I think if if everyone's overall, uh, if 2019 isn't remembered as the year that AEW uh, went on TNT and really started this whole thing off, like what what else could it be? I don't know. No, I don't know what else it could be. I feel you. I have my favorite Mark Adam Haggerty moment. Yeah. What is your favorite Mark Get Adam Haggerty moment of 2019? <laughs> At a Battle Club Pro show. <laughs> Very appropriate. That's on mine. Um, <laughs> I do have like a list. Uh, you know, I, po- I post very prolific Facebook posts. And they're not by accident. Um, I've, got one, I've got one prepared uh, for the end of the year. Because, it's hey, it's going to be New Year's. And I don't know if you guys know, but the Locker Room Detectives are going to be having a party. Streaming live from 10, 10.15 p.m. till 12.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube. And then it is also going to be on IWTV later that week. So uh, check it out. You should come. It's going to be a really good time. Um, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. Somewhere to go. Yeah. It's, it's oh. at my place. Oh, definitely will be. And you can crash. You don't have to <laughs> drive. It's going to be a really good time. Um, but anyway, my point is, uh, I 
like to prepare things in advance and I have been going over the big things from this year. And for me, the high times thing is actually a really big deal uh, because when I was, I used to grow marijuana for a living and uh, living in California, growing weed and stuff, you never think like, like the people that get interviewed by high times are like winning the cannabis cup. You never think that like you're you're ever gonna be in that, and now I am doing something completely different that at the time I never thought I would do. Um, so, but my biggest things from this year uh, are definitely debuting with Chikara, debuting with MLW, uh, my very first WrestleMania weekend in which I had nine shows in four days, and uh, and my first King of Trios weekend. So uh, it's been. I said last year, dude, it's cr- like. And we should all feel this way. And it's not just me like pontificating like some like, uh, you know, uh, TED Talk bullshit or anything. Can I say, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Uh, you're good. You're good yeah, on here. This um, true will eat. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like it's not just me pontificating. Like we should all like, I, I, at the end of like 2017, which is like, you know, for all intents and purposes, the year that I really started doing this, the end of the year I said it was the best year of my entire life because of all these indies that I worked. The biggest of which being Battle Club Pro and debuting for them in November, I believe it was, of mm-hmm. 2017 was a huge gratifying moment for me. And I remember thinking like, you know what? I'm working for the best independent wrestling company in New York and New Jersey right now. I don't have to get any better. And then 2018 comes along. And by the end of 2018, I've gone to Canada and I've gone to all these different places. And I said the same thing. This was the best year. And now at the end of this, I can say the same thing. And I feel like, shit, next year I'm going to Dallas. I'm going back to Chicago. I'm going down to Mexico. I'm going all over the place. If at the end of 2020, I don't say that's the best year of my life, then like... It's time to start thinking about doing something else. Yeah. We should all so, we should all be thinking that. I'm right. gonna Absolutely. I'm gonna you know pull, peel the curtain back a little bit. Uh, November 2017, Mark Adam Haggerty debuted for us. Uh, the event was called the All Fall Day. Well, as our ring announcer, he yeah. he's worked with us before in a different capacity. I got power bombed. Right? You did? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I, in Kings County. Don't believe I was paid for it either. <laughs> Which is a notch on my belt. Which is a notch on my belt. I'm not. I'm not. No, no, no. Because this is this is how. Okay, so if you 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 probably heard the story, and if you don't know, uh, I was always working alongside Carlos Aristi, who's the founder of Battle Club Pro, and the show was November fifth of twenty seventeen. November sixth, he announced I was officially his fifty fifty partner. The first and only formal announcement I made in terms of long term hiring was that he was our permanent ring announcer. Thank that was you. the next day. That was November 2017. November of 2018, me and him hang out at a, a, a drag bar. He looks me in the eye and says, if I'm not on fucking TV by next year, then I'll stop doing this. What the fuck did Mark Adam Haggerty just do? <laughs> he was on fucking TV less than a year later. That's a superstar right there. That's a man pontificating. Thank you. I appreciate that. He's, he's, Goals. He, he is speaking his truths into existence better than anybody else and that's why he's the best in the thank place. you and it's the same thing i had a t-shirt that i put out last year it was part of a gimmick i was doing at a, a place in massachusetts where i was like the heel general manager F- really fun stuff <coughs> but it was a t-shirt that said um said mark adam haggerty 2019 and i've got pins for it too there's one of my luggage 
And whenever people asked me, like, what does that mean? I didn't always want to get into the whole, like, ah, oh, it's this, uh, I took over this company and uh, <laughs> I'm mean to people and, <laughs> and now I'm running for general manager. I don't know if you can even do that. Instead of that, I always told people, it's like Mark Adam Haggerty 2019. This means 2019 is the year that I make it to TV or I get signed or whatever that means. And uh, I don't know if I would have actually quit. <laughs> I, I love this too much. <laughs> no, but, but um, you set that you set it up. I probably yeah. I probably you succeeded, so you don't exactly even have to know. Well, you teed it up. And you know, I said this to Court Bauer. I said it to Mike Quackenbush when I started working for Chikara. And I said it to these guys here at True Heel Heat when I first started, like when I got here today. Um, you you do these things, and they kind of validate what you're doing. Um, there's a lot of people that are really talented who have been on the indies for a really long time, and they have not been able to do some of the things that I've done and some of that's luck. And, and you can argue, some of it is. Some of it really is like I got into this business at the perfect time. The time everything was blowing up. The time that I got unlimited data on my phone so I could use my GPS the whole time. <laughs> um, but, you know, for, for whatever it is, um, things have worked out and I'm, I'm really grateful for that because uh, if I have not had those like tent poles of of validation being Chikara and MLW and my appearance with Chikara back in 2017, the year I debuted. Um, uh, I don't, I don't know that I would, I would still be as optimistic about all this. Yeah, he's being fucking humble. Luck <laughs> is nothing more than preparation meeting opportunity. That motherfucker knocked it out the park. Write it down. That's a quote. That's a quote for 2020 for you guys. That that should go on a pencil. Some, there you some, go. There you go. Some, some, some hey, guy hey, smarter than me said it. It's nice right. to be important, but it's important to be nice. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you guys, I, got, I got a pencil that says that. <laughs> you guys put in the comment section what you felt was your best moment of 2019. And a very special one. If you've seen Mark Adam Haggerty live, put your best Mark Adam Haggerty moment in the comment section as well. So I got to go through the rest of these awards. Uh, like I said, Roderick Strong, he beat out Zack Sabre Jr. for best technical wrestler after Zack won it the last two years. Marty Scrawl is our most underrated after the year that he had with ROH kind of not capitalizing on the fact that he was the final elite member left with ROH. He won most underrated, most overrated. <sighs> You're going to catch some heat for this yes, one. Yes, but I'm going to have a moment here because last year I got upset because our Lord and Savior, <coughs> UFC Hall of Famer, and the baddest woman on the planet, Ronda Rousey, won this award. But it's kind of ironic that now your Savior, your favorite, your Lord and Savior, Becky Lynch, was voted most overrated. My oh my, what 12 months has done. Man, you're getting hot about this. Yes, aren't you? yes. I'm not very. I'm just very happy. I'm just like glowing right now on did the Becky, inside. Did Becky like shit in a pair of your shoes or something? No. Why are you so hot? Why are you so mad at her? It's the fact that these the 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 true heels did she voted on with you. No, they voted for Ronda last year just to spite me. Got it. So now they've spited themselves. So I just I just find it good. Y'all spote yourselves. You heard that? <laughs> <laughs> you heard him. You heard it here you first. Got, you got spoted. <laughs> 2019 Rookie of the Year was Angel Garza of NXT. Speaking of NXT, best weekly TV show was also NXT once again for the third straight year. Speaking of AEW, like Mark uh, mentioned, AEW Double or Nothing was the best major show of the year, and AEW was voted best promotion. And 
worst major show of the year. I don't think anyone is surprised by this. WWE Super Showdown, aka Sweet Saudi Money. Three, 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 three. Do they still, I watched the first one. Do they still have like those big, like cool wicker chairs? Yes, they do. Those are, I like those. And they still have the people like on their cell phones. I like that. I like that. (laughs) Like making billion dollar oil deals while there's wrestling going on. Yes. Like, I can't, I can't say I don't love that aspect of it. (laughs) I would, I would like it if they did that like in America. It like, but it was like in Silicon Valley and all these like tech billionaires are sitting around just like trading openly. Like, oh, what's that? It's just John Cena doing something dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Just sitting in like a hammock or like a beanbag chair. That's, that should be the next level. That sweet Saudi money 10. That's what they need to get to. Beanbag chairs. Beanbag chairs. You want beanbag chairs? Please. (laughs) Just for me. Beanbag chairs. One for all. I mean, you heard you it here it. first. You you, it. <laughs> I mean, you did get a tank. Yes. You, you did. I, I was the first to get a tank. Yes. Yes. Because a have lot other of people, people did. Level. Have other people gotten tanks? I think it happened two more times. Really? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I know it happened at least once more, but it, I'm pretty sure it happened two more times. And you know what? Shout out to her for taking advantage of it. Hey, you're a trendsetter, sir. Nah, I wouldn't go that far. Are you all are. these you people are. buying tanks? <laughs> 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 they're they're going out of their way to buy. Because I'll tell you guys right now, like I'll peel the curtain back. Shotzi Blackheart's not bringing that in her carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yes, I think. You're Ma'am, correct. do you have anything uh, suspicious in here? It's a tank, <laughs> but it's got the orange thing on it, so you know it's, it's not a real tank. It's 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 better. It's, it's better. better. <laughs> Let's hear from the spotlight in the True Heels. What you guys got to say? Uh. <laughs> Here we go again, Sid swinging his dick around. Wait, what? <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> what, because you guys <laughs> voted for <laughs> Becky? It's not my fault. It's not my fault. I'm not swinging anything. Um, Sheesh, what type of terminology? Chris G, Chris G appreciates the excessive use of the word motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> And he says that Cody meeting his brother um, is his moment of the year. It hit close to him since him and his bro are pretty far apart in age as well. Oh, okay. That's uh, and we said Double or Nothing was the best major Way to keep it real, you. bro. Exactly. Jesus. <laughs> We're over here like swinging dicks. <laughs> and you're like, oh, man, I wish I could spend the holidays with my brother. <laughs> like, I'm not making fun. I, I genuinely think that that's really cool that wrestling, and I mean this, I think it's cool that wrestling touches people on that level, but man, like, we go, the one guy's like, sit swinging his dick, and then this other guy's just like, have you guys ever seen Home for the Holidays with Jonathan Taylor's home? Yep, yep, we've all seen the- I'm good, I'm good. We've all seen the gift where, where the person's swinging from a tree, and they smack into yeah. another tree. Yes. That you did a full stop. We were swinging dicks, <laughs> and then you got sentimental, and it's turned into fucking Oprah. Oh, oh man, viewers are gonna hate me. I, you know, dude, I apologize. You know, follow me on follow me on Twitter. I'll follow you back. That's what I'll do. I'll follow you back. I feel so bad. We, but follow me first. We went on the road session on our audience. No, no, let's go. Let's no, go. no, I feel like such a dick right now. I'm so sorry. Let's hear another one. I hope you see your brother soon. Yes. Wait, no. He said part in age. He said part yes, part yes, in age. Yes. Oh, that's yes. not. That's nothing. <laughs> I'm far apart in age from my grandma. 
<laughs> I, see, I see her all the time. Yeah. Oh, I know. She's dead. It's not with oh, us. Well, thanks, my, though. My thanks bad. for My bad. Thanks. The Negro Butt says, got to agree with Chris. That one hit home for me, especially with how much I look up to Dusty. Who the hell is Chris? Chris, God, Chris, Chris, Chris G. Uh, I Chris swear Green. to God, oh, I'm God. not even kidding. This is not a joke. <laughs> I thought Chris was another one of his names. <laughs> I swear to God, that's not even a I joke. I only have one name. CP3. CP3. Now, now, now. Like, literally, we're going to go through everything. We're going to go through every three name possible on this episode. Just for you guys. So what else has gone in your, your notes? Yes. Uh, this this uh, person, ironically, I did see at a Battle Club Pro event. I won't say which one. But best non-wrestler of 2019, as voted by you guys, was NXT General Manager William Regal. And best on the mic, speaking of what you guys were just we talking about. We can't say what show he was at? Women Crush Wednesday. Yeah, he was there at, you go. I think I it's pretty obvious. He was at the WrestleMania weekend. You know? <laughs> Long conversations with several talents, and uh, I mean, Indy Hartwell said us tonight heard life change. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he didn't talk to me. So. You're next. He's gonna he's gonna come to the next one. I'm good. No, there you go. I'm happy with what I'm doing. There you go. You're here. I'm here with you guys. I'm signed to True Heel Heat. <laughs> yes, Whoa. signed him on the dotted line. Whoa. Gonna need money. <laughs> Uh, next week, you, you you gotta go through one week. It's like regular, you know, one week and then. You Dude, I wouldn't know anything about regular work. <laughs> <laughs> I think about this all the time. It, it straight up keeps me up at night. Yeah. Like, um, say I like uh, like go to a strip club and murder a stripper, right? Or some other kind of scandal. I don't know why I went to the top of the barrel. Whatever. You, you really? Um, but like, say, say all this ends for me, and I have to go get a regular job. What in God's name am I gonna put on my resume? I haven't had a regular job in three years, and that's not comfortable. That's not a brag, guys. <laughs> I don't. I don't do things. You have a great job. I have a, I have a fulfilling job. There you go. <laughs> I guess that's a better way to, to, to put it. So, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going bowling with Mike Quackenbush this weekend. That is a brag. Um, and, like, it's to the point where it's like, no, let's go to this one because the, the beer comes with what we're doing. Uh, but that one's, too, that one's $4 more. No, thank you. Indie wrestling. So, yeah. <laughs> there you go, guys. But to follow up what you guys were talking about with the Cody and Dustin promo, best on the mic for 2019 was Cody Rhodes. Oh my God, it's just hitting me in my feels. <laughs> oh my God. I need my promo. Oh my God, he's so much older than me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> best tag team of 2019 and best stable, once again, two years in a row, Undisputed Era. And our best True heel of the year was the one, the only, MJF. Yeah, not M-A-H. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You, we were close. We were on, on, the, on the wave. We had one syllable. No, oh, he's okay. Yeah, he's good. All right. And worst feud, worst feud of the year. Like, Easy for you to say. Yeah, I know. Mark even said he got this correct. Our producer got this correct, and both of them barely watch, uh, you know, mainstream mainstream wrestling right now. But they both uh, got it right. I think it's called sports entertainment. I've been reading that. Right, there's a difference. <laughs> so the worst feud in sports entertainment of 2019 was Rusev versus Lashley. Not surprised. 
Lashley was also a part of our 2018 worst feud with Sami Zayn. So real question, because I don't really watch. Um, this is the thing where like uh, Lashley is fucking Lana, right? Yes. Yes. He's uh, he's basically made uh, Rusev a cuck. Cool. <laughs> that was the best reaction to that storyline ever. And are they also doing the the? Maria Mike Cuck storyline? That just got cut short. Yeah. Mike X for his release. So so they were backstage like, we've got to have a Cuck line (laughs) of some kind. Can we get one couple that wants to do a Cuck hole storyline? And then Rusev and Lana was like, we want to get on TV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We're not allowed on Total Divas anymore because I'm a bitch. I don't know her personally. <laughs> but they got a movie. She seems very nice. And I don't know. They, and they got a movie coming out, apparently. About what? Uh, I think it's with uh, Eddie George in it. I Who forgot the, the fuck is Eddie George? Eddie George is the former Tennessee Titans uh, running back and former Heisman Trophy winner. Oh. He was also the first to face the Madden curse? Yes. He was also the first to, ma- to face the Madden curse. What's the and Madden the- curse? Is that the final boss in Madden? <laughs> <laughs> I've never that played. Great I've never assertion. played. It. I've never played it. You get put on the cover of Madden. And yeah. Your career goes down. Oh. Yeah. I was picturing like um like in Star Fox they fought Andros. You know, never mind. Yeah, it's no, not, it's a great game. Yeah, along there. I, I figured it would. They should make a mashup between Star Fox and Madden. So you, you'll have eleven ships, uh, spaceships. Yeah, it'll be like that Rocket ships. League, but better. But, oh, there you go. This guy's coming can up with ideas. Like, can we turn this off so people don't steal this <laughs> shit? Delete this you, feed. There's so many ideas you're just putting out there into the public, man. What must people? We gotta, we gotta that? rein you back in. Yeah, uh, you do. <laughs> yeah, you do. 2019 best feud as voted on by you guys was Omega versus Moxley. I was very surprised by that one, even though it was one of the best feuds of the year. Biggest draw of 2019 once again goes to AEW and La Championne, Chris Jericho, as voted on by you guys. Someone that these guys are very familiar with. Our 2019 best female wrestler was the one, the only, the Diamond. Tessa Blanchard and our most outstanding wrestler of 2019 was Will Ospreay and then finally 2019 wrestler of the year as voted on by the True Hills was the current NXT champion himself Adam Cole baby so Tessa Blanchard kept asking me if I was mad backstage at Battle Club Pro why I don't know Mm, no I think, like, I walked up to her. This is, like, really peeling the curtain back. I walked up to her to, like, get her information, and I must have had, like, a scowl on my face. And she joked with me. She's like, are you mad? And I was like, no, why? She goes, you look mad. And then for the rest of the day, every time we ran into each other, she'd be like, you still mad? (laughs) And then at one point, she was mad about something, and I caught her at the wrong time. And I said, you mad? Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Bad timing. No, I really, I really like Tessa. She's really cool. Yeah, one of one of the best in the business. Let's hear from the spotlight, True Hills. Anything from them? I don't want to hear from the guy that we were berating. Please don't read. I can't. I can't hear it. He, our producer says we got no comments. You made them stop commenting. <laughs> but I want to hear from you. You, you. Just, I think I've said more than enough. You can never say enough. You can never say enough. How was your experience being, uh, I saw you live at Major League Wrestling right here in Melrose uh, Ballroom. How was that experience being there? It was really cool. Um, 
You know, as you were saying before, uh, I made my television debut, which is a big deal. Um, I've had a lot of uh, close calls with almost being on TV in the past, uh, a couple opportunities with other companies that just kind of didn't work out, and this one did. And, um, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't shout out Matt Ryan from Capital Wrestling, who, um, you know, Matt is a guy a lot like Joe Kim, who, uh, you know, like, look, I, 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 I'm talented, but there's a lot of talented people out there. Um, but they uh, think highly enough of me as a person to take chances on me that have really benefited me greatly. Matt was the first guy to ever fly me to a show. He flew me down to Nashville. Um, and uh, he got me the booking with MLW. And congratulations to him because he was just hired by MLW as a producer. Awesome. Um, it was really cool. I was telling the, uh, the True Heel Heat guys earlier that I don't get nervous before shows. I usually kind of just show up with my fanny pack around my neck. Um, I mean, I was the guy who was interviewed by High Times Magazine, so you know what I'm doing for the show most of the time. Um, but this show, uh, I was there like seven hours before bell time, like two or three hours before call time, and I was just on pins and needles the whole time. I was so nervous, but it, it was really um, an affirmative experience for me. Because I don't want to, I, 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 I don't work in a lot of places that have headsets, you know what I mean? But I work in like two, three, four of them. And most places that I work with people in headsets, uh, people are screaming at me. And not only screaming at me, but just like screaming at other people, just like angry about things. Uh, I'm not going to say who it was. He's someone that I love dearly. Uh, I've mentioned him on the show already today. Uh-oh. I really, he's, he's, I, 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 you know, I'll just say, I don't care. Uh, Mike Quackenbush. Um, we've got a character at Chikara called Still Life with apricots and pears. And when I first went to Chikara, we're going through the card and Mike goes, he goes, uh, I'm reading things. And I said, uh, Still Life with apricots and pears. He says, ah, you're an apricot guy. I'm an apricot guy. And that's all he said to me. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Tomato, tomato. We're all different, huh? No. That's not what he meant. Um, I got in the ring. I said, you know, from the from the private exhibition of the Nouveau Aesthetic, they are still life with apricots and pears. And as soon as I got it out of my mouth, I hear in my headset, in my headset, it's apricots! It's apricots! And he's just like, and that's fine. That was the one time that Mike yelled at me. But other people at other companies, like they scream and they yell. But the whole point of me saying this is MLW. There were two times that I, I recall specifically during the show where um, one time, like halfway through the whole thing, it was a TV taping, so we had 11 matches. Halfway through the whole thing, Court Bauer, who is like so... Man, that's going to get me off on a whole other tangent, but man, like Court Bauer was like a, a mover and a shaker in the WWE. He was mm-hmm. a big deal there. And I am a huge fan of Court through his podcasting, MLW Radio, which he's been doing for a long time. So to like know this guy and like be working with him is a big deal in itself. But to then hear him say halfway through the show, for everyone, including the refs and the production people to hear, uh, hey Mark, you're doing a really good job, just wanted you to know, that felt really good. And then the main event of the show, which I'm not gonna, hasn't aired yet, but it was the, uh, it was the final of the Opera Cup. I did the whole thing, and I stood in the middle of the ring, you know, the boxing-style th- uh, introductions, 
And as soon as I got out of the ring, Court Bauer, and I'll never forget this as long as I live, I just heard him on the microphone go, fuck yes, god damn it, that was so good. And I was just overcome with this sense of like, I'm doing the right thing. And um, it was another one, like I said, it was validating. And uh, all, the, all the feedback that I've gotten from Court Bauer, from MSL, and from everyone at MLW and B in Sports has been incredible. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll be in Dallas with them in January. I hope to be continuing with them uh, full-time going forward. So we'll see. Congrats to be going out to Dallas. That's going to yeah. be a huge show. Dude, like I said to you guys before we started, you know, I've gone as far south um, as Florida. I've gone as far north as uh, Toronto or, or Montreal. I don't know which one is higher. Or Maine, that might be higher. As far west as you. I never thought. As a ring announcer, you know, Joe, you, you can probably, like... You can fly a wrestler into a show, like Fest Wrestling, where I really want to work really bad. They can fly a wrestler from New York in, but they to fly an announcer in in the first place is like, what, what value is this person? And that's not me being self-deprecating, but it really is like, what value is this person adding to my show? The wrestlers are the real draw of a wrestling show. So there's that aspect of it. And also, you want your ring announcer to be consistent. You don't want to have a different ring announcer on every show because the wrestlers are all going to be different. You can fly, like Matt McIntosh, he can go down to, to Blueprint Wrestling in, in Florida or whatever, like every few months. They don't have to bring him in every single show. A ring announcer, you want them to be there all the time. So for me, it's been really hard to go places that I can't drive to because people aren't willing to fly that person in. I was really lucky with Capital Wrestling. They went to Nashville and they flew me. But this is giving me an opportunity. I mean, shit, dude, MLW goes to Mexico. They go to, like, Wisconsin. They're going to Chicago this year. And uh, just that opportunity, that's all I've ever wanted to do is travel and talk into a microphone and get paid for it. And, uh, yeah. And you get a little taste of Mexico because they're going to have AAA talent on that Dallas show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Torres. In the Dallas show. Um, yeah, man. Uh, it's really exciting, you know, just to be able to work with them. Anything from the spotlight in the True Hills? Yeah, the Negro book said this earlier, but seems like an appropriate place to say it now. Everything falls into place if you want it hard enough. What you put out into the universe is what you give back. Congratulations, Mark, and wish, wish you much more success. I appreciate that. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And the second thing is from Chris G. He oh, says, boy. I feel like I've seen Mark in an episode of Reno 911. Is that the guy that I made fun of? <laughs> <laughs> The, he's the host of Joints and Jabroni. Is it really? On, on, Wait, the on, guy on. I made fun of is on your network? Yes. He oh, is. then I don't feel bad at all. Like, <laughs> fuck you, dude. I take back all apology. I don't feel bad about any of it. There wish, you go. I wish I had those Reno 911 royalties. All these people are like, oh, Mark looks like Jim Carrey in the new Sonic movie. Sure as shit, wish I was. I wish I was. I tell people, I love wrestling. But if I can make a living doing it, bye, bye. Toodaloo. I'll go, I'll go chase a sexy hedgehog around. That's, that was the problem, right? He was too sexy. He, he was too, not sexy enough. <laughs> he was, he's sexy. Sonic was popping too many boners, apparently. <laughs> he was swinging his all dick these, around. All, man. These people, all these people were like, oh, we need to do something about this before I go to the that's, movie that's and embarrass he, that's myself. That's he was keeping his rings, you know? Yes. <laughs> there you go. It's that, it's that, it, 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 it gets like that sometimes. Yeah, but, well, actually, we got yeah. a question from Romeo from yes. uh, Joe Kim and Mark. What yeah. are the best and worst parts of your jobs? Uh, all of them. Uh, 
<laughs> keeping up with all this goddamn social media. <laughs> um, so the I'll go um, real quick. The the worst part of my job and the best part is the travel. I I really love it, and I tell people all the time. Like I'll drive to Maine, which takes me nine hours to get there, and then nine hours to get back, and the show is two hours long. And um, if you don't love that time on the road, then this isn't for you. It really isn't. Um, the people that end up really making it in this business are the ones that are willing to take those those jobs that are ten, however many hours. Dude, I've I've driven over. 15 hours for 40 bucks. So that in itself is Dedication. all is all the worst of it. Um, I had a guy recently ask me, a, a guy I really respect, and he asked me, he's like, you know, Mark, you know, I want to know your journey. I want to know, like, you know, when you got into this business and everything, like, you know, did you go to wrestling school? Did you pay your dues and everything like that? And I told him, I'm like, you know, probably not in the traditional sense. I could probably count on uh, both hands and both feet how many times I put a ring together. Um, but I've definitely paid my dues in the fact that I've gone out and I've made no money doing the thing that I love. Um, so that's really tough. I said before, I do this thing full time and that's dedicating myself to it. And am I able to make rent every month? Yeah, but does that mean that I'm like not eating the most nutritious things and not going out with my boyfriend as often as I'd like to? Yeah, it's a real sacrifice. Um, being alone on the road a lot of the time, doing these like six, seven hour drives to and from like West Virginia by myself, it gets taxing. It gets really taxing. Ask me. Oh, you don't want to, <laughs> you don't want to go to West Virginia, <laughs> dog. You don't want to go to West Virginia. He'll be know. your road buddy. No, you don't want to go there. Bodyguard. <laughs> Bodyguard and road buddy. You don't, you don't want to go there. <laughs> uh, no, but that's me. it. And the best part of my job is... Um, is, is, is this shit right here. Um, I write stay cool on every autograph because when I, uh, the first person I ever got an autograph from was Sunny. Um, sunny Days Sunny, not Sunny Kiss or Sunny Ono, Sunny, Sunny, Sunny. Yeah. Uh, and she wrote stay cool and that's what I write on everyone as well. And I told her that recently and she thought that was really neat. But um, being able to like, I got into wrestling when I was like seven, eight, nine years old. And this sounds so cheesy and I don't mean it to, but I got into wrestling when I was like seven, eight, nine years old and I always wanted to be a ring announcer. I never wanted to be a wrestler. I only wanted to be a ring announcer. And now I've got kids coming up to me that tell me they want to be a ring announcer. They don't want to be wrestlers. They don't want to be managers. They don't want to be, be whatever else. They want to be ring announcers. And I think that's so cool. And to be able to interact with people like that is really neat. Um, I told you guys before, I left MLW and I couldn't get to my car for like 25 minutes because people were mobbing me for pictures and autographs. Awesome. And, and I'm not like, look, Joachim is going to fight me when I say this. I'm everybody to him. I'm everybody to a lot of people in the independent wrestling community. But in the mainstream wrestling world, I'm really nobody yet. And to have people react that way to me is, uh, is, is a big deal. And that's the best part of this. He's and High Times Magazine interview. <laughs> there we go. But there we go. They didn't send me any but I mean, they didn't send me any product. Product? Oh, damn. What I was going to ask you that. That, Joe was Kim. that was my next Joe question. Kim, what are the, what yes. are the hardest, the, uh, the best the and best the worst? worst right? The best yeah. and the, the worst. The worst. The worst is when you have a vision of a show and it falls apart as you try to put it together. Or like a uh, talent agrees to one price. 
No, because I don't. Really <laughs> like no, okay. Um, yeah, that's that's it. The best part is for me is is like it, I'm gonna get real sentimental, so no no dick swinging. Put put it to the side, guys. All right. <laughs> the, the best part is what's gonna happen. <laughs> Sorry, over, I over said my to, shoulder. No, put it over here. Yeah. Yeah. Right, cool. I don't know what to do with the thing. Tuck it in. Put it in. The <laughs> All right, cool. Okay. Well, I, 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 I put it away. You guys no, have like no. a clothesline or something. <laughs> <laughs> the the best part is gonna be what happens next year. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there in the universe. What's gonna happen next year when Mark tells me he can no longer work for me because he's full time on TV? The gratification of being able to help these superstars, because that's what you are, uh, get to a level where they don't need to work shitty indie shows, you know, six times a week, or do double and triple, you know, shots. Like, that is amazing. <coughs> I've said it a bunch. If you're, if three years from the point I took over Battle Club, three to five years, <clears throat> where I fully took over... You're still working for me. Some I'm doing something wrong, or you're doing something wrong, and I'm going to take the blame because that's the kind of person I am. This is all about getting them elevated, getting their family situated, getting them on TV. You know, forever, how, however long it is, you know, six months, a year, ten years. That's the best part because you help fulfill a dream for somebody. You help be a catalyst, and and you know, I don't take any, 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 any. Any credit for their hard work. I was just like, hey, here's a stepping stone, here's a platform. Do absolutely everything you need to do to be the best. There's, 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 you know, bad parts, but I don't think anything's worse than having a vision for a show and it not coming to fruition. But, you know, sometimes plans B through W, X, Y, Z or whatever. Or WWE or AEW or those all of the letters. Those can be better, but uh, the best part is seeing... Like, uh, you know, anyone who attended Anything You Can Do, that send-off for Santana and Ortiz, full circle. First awesome. match in Battle Club history. The last match for, their last match was with us. The last match for Battle Club in 2019. Like, st- stuff like that is amazing. You know, it's, it's, it's a tearjerker. Even though it's a pro wrestling show and it can be stupid, you can have dinosaurs fighting kaijus and you can have <clears throat> Gino Gots for some unknown reason refing a match between people who are related like it can be really fucking dumb and then it can be super touching because a journey can come to an end and a brand new journey can begin i mean i just being a part of like the whole sponsoring for battle club pro i've seen uh, like i told i think i told joe kim this a couple of days ago the fact that you guys have given me the opportunity to interview people like Santana Ortiz, Mia Yim, uh, Jimmy Havoc right before they got signed with these big promotions. It's it's honestly, you guys, you, you don't know the type of impact you guys have on people. And you definitely change people's lives. So I'm, I'm just happy to have you guys on here. But I got a question for you guys. We let Romeo ask you guys that question. Thank you, Romeo, for that. What would you guys, this is what I really want to hear. What's your guys' best or funniest or worst story from the professional wrestling world. He's got way more. Than oh, me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Oh, uh, okay. So, uh, I got I got a couple. Real, I got a quick one, and then I've got like a really insane one. Um, the quick one is I was driving to a show with Scott Steiner once. 
And first I asked him if he wanted to get something to eat, to which he responded, ha, you know Steiner loves the diner. Um, <laughs> so there was that. And also, if you folks are wondering uh, where Scott Steiner falls politically, um, it might surprise you. We were driving through upstate New York where it's just all like land everywhere you can see and he looks around and he goes, I don't know what that orange motherfucker in the White House is talking about. There's plenty of room if people want to come here. <laughs> and I was like, all right. <laughs> Surprisingly woke booty daddy. Um, you know, uh, Woke Booty Daddy. That's going to be the title for this episode, Jack. Woke Booty Daddy. My favorite, my favorite story, though, and, um, you know, I've had a lot of fun times out on the road with people, like, driving as much as I do, but the one that, like, I always remember, uh, my best friend in professional wrestling is a guy by the name of Kyle Brad. And you guys might know a gentleman on AEW now named uh, Alex Reynolds. Yeah. His tag team partner on the Indies was Kyle. They were the Reynolds brothers. And Kyle is just my absolute best friend. Together we're the fun boys. Uh, we're, we're, we were a heel faction up in uh, Massachusetts and all over the place in New England and New York. So Kyle and I, we were doing this, um, this double shot deal where uh, we had a show in Vermont one night and then we had a show in upstate New York the next night. So it didn't really make any sense for us to drive back. He's in Queens, I'm in New Jersey. It didn't make any sense to drive all the way back. But we also didn't want, given independent wrestling and the finances of it, we didn't want to pay for a hotel room for the night either. And there weren't really a lot of people around to get us a place to, to stay. So the show ends and we're just like him and hawing and taking up as much time because the way we see it is We'll hang out, because the first show was at like a fair. So it's like, let's hang out at this fair, this carnival, whatever, for like an hour or so. Then we'll go to Denny's, where we'll just sit there for three hours. And then, uh, and then we'll go to the venue or whatever, you know, and we'll just like sleep in the car. We'll, we'll do whatever. That was our game plan. So we end up going to this Denny's, because the, the fair ended as soon as our show did. So we go to the Denny's, it's like nine o'clock at night, and we're just like, shit, dude, we can't go to the venue until like 11 o'clock tomorrow morning. What are we going to do? This old couple, they walk into this Denny's in Vermont, and it's this guy, and he's like, oh, you guys were at the wrestling just now. Oh, yeah, what are you guys gonna get into tonight? And he's like, not even like a wrestling fan. He's just like an old man that was at the fair. And him and his wife, and like, they were just like, you know, when non-wrestling fans see wrestling and actually enjoy it, it's pretty beautiful. Where they were like, oh, yeah, that was crazy. He came out, he gave them all the Stone Cold Stunner. It's indie wrestling. So... <laughs> So, so basically, this guy is asking, and he asks us, he goes, uh, well, what do you guys do, go, got going on tonight? And we, said, we told him basically what I just said to you guys. It's like, oh, well, we're from you know, down south a bit, and we don't feel like driving four hours home. Uh, we're just kind of just be uh, hanging out. So the guy uh, looks at his wife, gives her a look, comes back, goes, you know, it's about an hour and a half away from here, but, uh, you know, we're uh, high rollers at the casino in Saratoga Springs. If you guys want, we can get you a room for the night. And what? and we were like, holy shit, dude, that's like amazing. So we look it up, it's like an hour and 20 minutes away. He calls ahead, he sets us up for it. We get there, we check into a three bedroom suite Ooh. with a gift Whoa. basket and a champagne on ice and <clears throat> chips, 
like free money to play with in the casino oh. because they thought it was him or whatever. Mm -hmm. yeah. So me and Kyle and our buddy uh, Mikey Mozzarella, the big cheese, the Gouda guy, <laughs> um, we just go to this and we just like Ric Flared our night away. <laughs> and, like, we were like just in the casino, like blown away by this. We were allowed to go into like this high roller restaurant and stuff that like we were, and we're so just like, dope. we're just dirtbag independent wrestling <laughs> dweebs. <laughs> We don't, and we're also like, we're also, this is the kind of place where like all the people like in that restaurant and in like, we also, we didn't go in the high room. We're not going into that like thousand dollar a hand room. But like all the people around us are in like their suits and everything. We're coming from an indie wrestling show. We've got our gear. I've got my suits, but I'm not wearing those. We're just, I'm, I'm walking around like, 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 like this, just like <laughs> in the casino, like just getting hammered on this bottle of champagne that we're, that we're carrying with us. Yeah, um, of course. That is like that. That's the story I always tell people. Like, just shit like that. It's it's crazy that things like that can happen. That's sweet. And that couple is the yeah, nicest you, people ever. Not seen, so so here's the thing. That was my la that was the last show I've ever had in Vermont. Yeah. They've not come to any other show because they weren't wrestling fans. They were just like people out at their local like summertime carnival. Um, and they just did right by us. And I tell Kyle all the time. It's like, dude, if we ever see them again, like. We gotta uh, 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 give him a T-shirt, <laughs> but just one. <laughs> just I, one. I was gonna say when you get signed, you probably should comp them like sports entertainment tickets. Tickets, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get those sports entertainment. I'll get them tickets to Battle Club Pro. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> get them tickets to Battle Club Pro. Score two thumbs up. Assuming I'm on the show, I, always I, on. Are you sure? Yeah. Because I'm looking at that poster. Hey, that poster was not my... You want me to... I'll show you. I sent the graphic for you to be put on. Listen to the ring announcer complaining about not being on a... <laughs> no, ring announcers don't get put on posters. And I'm over here I like... you on. I'm sure Howard... The last cool. show, I'm convinced... Okay, so the last show... Shout out to our friends at GoPro Wrestling. Oh, this they had a show. They had a kick-ass show, too. It was great. Same day as our show. Ran uh, later in the day, so we did. I did Joe's show, and then I did the go. A lot of people, like ever, Anthony Bowens, MV Young, mm -hmm. Matt McIntosh, we all went from one to the next. And um, GoPro Wrestling booked me pretty late, and they didn't get me on their poster. And I gave them like Schiffer. Joe Keat about it, <laughs> like you know, um, like I didn't put my boyfriend on the poster for my New Year's Eve party, and he was <laughs> like, "Wow." Um, so, so, but like, that's what I did. I was like, wow, guys, couldn't put me on the poster. And they were like, uh, oh, so sorry. And I was like, guys, I really don't care. I said this to Joe Kim. And uh, it, it's funny. So like the two people that were not on the GoPro wrestling poster, myself and MV Young, who were the focal points <laughs> of the Battle Club Pro poster? Myself and, and MV Young. Young. You'd think that we were like main eventing the show against each other. <laughs> I wh I'd whoop your ass. <laughs> M.A. Haggerty could whoop M.V. Young's third person talking ass any day of the week twice on Sunday. That's just Steiner math. There you go. There you go. Stein he learned Steiner math on that ride. He learned Steiner math at Steiner. Yes. Now let me teach you some math, okay? If one third of this country is voting for the Republican and one third is, is voting, we can't have kids in cages. 
I don't know if one plus eight equals. I agree with you in theory. Show your work. Carry the one. Show your I, work. I guess. Oh, that sounds like a word problem. A anything from the spotlight under true heels? He's shaking his head. Romeo just asked, "How does Scott Steiner do math when paying for a bill?" <laughs> oh, okay. So, here's a secondhand Scott Steiner story. I don't mind saying this was uh, told to me by my good friend Jimmy Rave. So Jimmy Rave tells me he's over, he goes to India with Scott Steiner, okay? And Scott Steiner did two things that were baffling to Jimmy Rave. And Jimmy Rave's pretty crazy. So to blow that guy away is like, so they get off the plane in India and Steiner can see way ahead. They're coming down the jetway. There's no one else. He sees ahead, oh, there's paparazzi because wrestling's huge over there. And it's when they were doing Rinka King. So it was like really big. So they see him, Steiner sees the paparazzi right down the jetway, all the way down there. What does he do? He takes his shirt off. He <laughs> takes his shirt off and walks through this like New Delhi airport shirtless. Gets his bags, no shirt on. They go to a restaurant. I assume by this point, Big Papa Pump has put his sh shirt on. I don't know. They go to a restaurant and it's an Indian restaurant. They are in India after all. And they go to this Indian restaurant and Steiner is like, I want an omelet. And the guy is like, I don't know, here's this. And what he got was not an omelet. Nah, man, omelet, omelet. And the guy's like, all right, let me try again. He comes back, he brings it, it's not what he wanted. And he goes, oh, you know what? Fuck this shit. Steiner stands up, goes into the kitchen in this Indian restaurant in India, makes himself an omelet. Right there. Right there. Just just makes and no one's I asked Jimmy. And Jimmy, I was I was at like no one I was at a Waffle House in Nashville with Jimmy as he's telling I'm at, I'm just giving away all the secrets. It's me, me, Sunny Kiss, Casey Navarro, Jimmy Rave, aka the four wise men. We're sitting at this table. And Jimmy's telling us this story and he tells us that. And I ask, I'm like, wait, so like they just like let him go in there and Jimmy's just like eating his steak and eggs like, you're going to tell Steiner not to. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, no, touche, touche. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Wow. Okay. So Steiner, Steiner in a diner. <laughs> Steiner loves the diner and he's woke. Woke booty daddy. I, I love it. We've, we've gotten all the hits in. my favorite progressive wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes! And we got a new one for next year's True Hill Heat Awards. Uh, the most, most progressive wrestler, <laughs> Scott Steiner. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't, I don't know if you want to follow. You want to follow that with your, with your best story? All right. So... We, we like we usually we usually do what we miss, but you guys hey, stop talking. Lot. Talk about me some more because you're on my Instagram. We are talking about Mark Adam Haggerty. This is Mark Adam Haggerty presents True Hill Heat. That's Joe Money Morales. That's the man. That's the producer man. <laughs> Baby Seth. <laughs> Baby Seth, the one and only. Yes, um, I don't know if we have anything for the spotlight or the True Hills, but we've covered. We've Dude, you just asked them a minute ago. Well, you know, give them some time. They, they, they could. They, you, you but y'all say, say something because if he asks again and you didn't say something, I'll be mad. I'll be pissed. Well, no. Wendy, <laughs> Wendy had a question for Joe Kim. Would you bring Tessa back to BCP? She loves her. She's a diamond, and she also would like to know if you do an intergender show with different matchups. Absolutely. Okay. And, uh, yes to everything. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> yes, yes to everything. Um, you know, I mean, 
I'd like to see Tessa and Jordan team up for those Battle Club Pro Tag Team Championships. Ooh, I like that idea. Did I say something a little early? Uh, I, 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 what tag team championships? No, we don't have those yet. Oh, oh okay. I would, Wait, yeah. Randy, yes. You, you don't even have to ask. You can just ask me directly. I'll answer any of questions. Come on. You and Josh, your family. Exactly. The, 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 the Battle Club Pro dynamic duo right there. What were we talking about? <laughs> Wait, Tessa coming back. Sorry, Tessa. my boyfriend's neighbors are being loud, and I have to text them to be quiet. What the? Ooh. Yo, Whoa. so yeah, the other day, um, he's got these really loud neighbors, but it's not their fault. They've got like thin walls in his building okay. and, oh, over in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. And um, so, so like, uh, I'm. Uh, what is the? What is the word? Uh, pussy. And um, so. So when they're really loud, he always goes over and he's like, hey, can you keep it down? He's very nice. I'm not. And uh, it's just gotten intolerable. So we left them a note the other night, but like we, we like put it under, under the guise of nightfall and ran away. And um, I, it was just like, hey, we're your neighbors, blah, blah, blah. Please be quiet, da, 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 da. And then we signed it. Uh, I couldn't think of a name and I wanted to come up with one on the spot. So I signed it Aldo Montoya. <laughs> And, and um, so, so uh, I guess we didn't run away fast enough, and they knew who it was. So when we got back from our smoke, I mean, uh, from our, um, from uh, I don't know, blowing each other. Uh, we got back from the glory hole. I don't know. No, no. But, so we get back, and there was a note under his door, and it straight up said, "Dear Aldo." <laughs> and it was pretty amazing. <laughs> what did they say in response? Mark, yeah, just just like, they left me their number and they were like, oh, please text us if we're loud. They were very nice, but oh, okay. the fact that they were so cool and I didn't just say my name and I said my name was Aldo Montoya. <laughs> you know, the Portuguese man of war. That's uh, what I'm Mark the new man of war. The new, the new man of war. Absolutely. So, yes, we got to go through what's, what's coming up next. I don't know how I follow this, but, yes, we got to talk about what's going to happen next. This is our last episode for 2019. So, we got the big cards in the Tokyo Dome for Wrestle Kingdom. So, January 4th, IWGP champion Kazuka Okada versus Kota Ibushi for the title, as well as Jay White versus Tensuya Naito for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. The winners of that match, of those matches, will verse on January 5th, double title match it's a big one on january 5th and the losers will also first on january 5th uh we got iwgp junior heavyweight champion will osprey your best high flyer and most outstanding wrestler he's going to be going against hiromu takahashi who's returning from neck surgery we got a texas death match with the iwgp u.s champion lance archer versus your best brawler john moxley IWGP Tag Team Championships, the, the G.O.D. Gorillas of Destiny versus Dave Finley and Juice Robinson. We got a whole bitch, a bunch of uh, big tag team matches to close out. We the got a whole bitch of tag team matches. Whole bitching of tag team matches to close out the card. January 5th, like I said. Oh, they're still going. The Yeah, they got the two title matches. They got two nights of the Tokyo Dome. This Our producer is going to be there live in oh, Japan at the Tokyo Dome. Yes. Yes. So he, so we're going to give him the responsibility of going live when like 3 a.m. in the morning. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, baby Seth. While, while uh, Mark, Mark's, Mark searches where his bijou. <laughs> 
Uh, and Hiroshi Tadahashi is going to go one-on-one -on -one with Chris Jericho on January 5th. You also got the IWGP Junior Tag Team titles on the line as Ishimori and El Fantasmo versus Rapongi 3K. And finally, we got a bigger, a bigger card to talk about. We got to talk about Battle Club Pro. But let's hear from the spotlight in the Drew House. Before we continue, Chris G actually says, get some THC in that jewel, man. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh oh, here we um, go. Uh, I got like real spooked by the, the, the vape lung shit going on. I, I really did. Like I was considering giving this up and everything. Um, but like also fuck that. Um, so, uh, agreed. Um, but also, I don't know if you guys know this, Massachusetts, uh, where, well, let's just be, okay. So that's where, uh, all the, the good, the good is coming from. And, um, I, that's where I would get like, you know, my carts and stuff from like, you know, whatever. Uh, they have got a four month ban on vape going on in Massachusetts, on all vape. So if you go into a gas station, you can't buy jewel pods. They've got them in the back. They're not allowed to sell them. It's for four months. I think they're probably about two months into it at this point. And it's to see like, okay, if we don't sell these things, do people stop dying? Which I guess is admirable. But I think about it like this. Think about like all the vape stores you've seen pop up in your neighborhoods and stuff like, which you, you think to yourself, another, but like that's people's businesses, they're their livelihoods. The state of Massachusetts said, let's take a break. So every one of these businesses just can't make money for four months. That's, 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 that's crazy. crazy. So uh, long winded answer. Um, I can't get ones that I can trust at the current moment, but when I do, you best believe that you, you know. Talk, talk to Chris. That's why he hosts his joints and jabronis. He's an expert. I'm going to come be on your show, Chris. There you go. Chris. I'm not even kidding with you. We got another viewer. I feel like we can't do that show here, though, right? No, not here. Yeah, not no. here. I kind of work here. Yeah. You know, it's kind of confusing. Um, here but... at Titan Towers. <laughs> <laughs> South Building. <laughs> Titan Towers North. Uh, so the rest of the card for uh, January 5th before we give it for one for all you got the never open weight championship on the line with Kenta versus Goto you got the IWGP US title will be on the line as the champion the winner of the Texas death match will versus Juice Robinson Rev Pro British heavyweight championship is on the line if you haven't seen Rev Pro I was there live in London check it out Zack Sabre Jr. will go one on one with Sonata and the very final match the retirement match for one of the greatest legends in professional wrestling Jushin Thunder Liger as he teams with his longtime rival Sanato to verse Ryu Lee, aka Dragon Lee, the new ROH TV champion, and Hiro Hiromu Takahashi. So that is all January 4th, January 5th from the Tokyo Dome. Fuck New Japan, leave some wrestling for the rest of us. <laughs> God, man. Our producer will be there live, so we're going to talk about that on the very first episode of 2020 on True Hill Heat. So, Battle Club Pro, hey. one fall, is the final show we're going to be talking about that's going to kick off the whole new year for professional wrestling. Mark is going to be there. Yep. He's not going up against anybody. He's just going to be... There's no the, competition. There's well, no competition. It's funny you say that. I was involved in a Battle Royal once. I think it was a gauntlet, actually, at uh, Battle Club Pro. Mm -hmm. um, I lost... Uh, there, yeah, so... What were you we, want to peel the curtain back on that? I was on commentary. I had zero idea he was in there. It was. Oh crazy. yeah, you did it, didn't you? <laughs> it was Carlos's idea. It was the surprise so, reason. We came so like a, a week early, a week earlier, I uh, went almost viral, getting 
almost murdered by Killian McMurphy at Wrestler's Laboratory. Check that clip out. It's him uh, clotheslining me. I flipped over like the inertia. I didn't do that. He did that. Uh, And then Carlos, I guess, was like, we want to do that now. (laughs) So I actually wore... My wrestling gear is literally this jacket <laughs> and, pants. and pants. I wore an Adidas tracksuit, and um, I I got I wore that underneath my suit, and that was the second match on the card. And I remember running backstage to get changed, and then I came out, and I remember seeing the look on Joe's face. He was like, "What?" <laughs> Not even like it wasn't even like a wow, this is great. It was like a what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> We didn't talk about this. That was great. Is this Carlos's idea? Because if not, if you if you're going rogue here, what's next? Is Matt McIntosh gonna piss apple juice on Jimmy Havoc? Facts. That 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 happened. <laughs> but yes, we gotta go through Battle Club Pro one for all. Tell tell us a little bit about this event before we run down the card. Thirteen solo shows. We don't talk about the joint show with that garbage company ran by that garbage man. 13 solo shows. This will be our 14th one. It's that went over my head. I feel like that could... Oh, is it... Do you know what garbage <laughs> that was that? That was pre-Mark? That was pre-Mark. Yeah, yeah. that was pre-Mark. That was when the other garbage... We're not talking about the other company that had three random shows the day after Battle Club. There was a part of... A person... Part... Whatever. Those were fun. Yeah. They were different. Um, they... You know what? They were innovative. They were 100 innovative. They weren't profitable, but they were innovative. What? No. <laughs> so, 13 solo shows, January 4th, one for all, 14th show. Boom. Wordplay. Um, just blew my mind again, even yourself. more. Jason Mraz over here. <laughs> it's all about the wordplay. <laughs> Excuse me, okay. Uh, you want to go over the card? <laughs> yes! We got, we got, I think I got, I got the whole card here. So I'll start from... I'll, go, I'll end it off with the main event. We got a Young Lions matchup. It's going to be the gifted one, Yaya. We interviewed him right here on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel versus MV Young, the, the aforementioned MV Young. Whoa, 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 don't put that on me. <laughs> don't put that. Don't saddle me with that. Don't, don't, boy. don't boy. Brian Christopher my Jerry Lawler with that. <laughs> I don't need that shit. <laughs> Be calling Envy Young my boy. That's your boy. I know him. <laughs> We're associates. I know him. I, I know a lot of people. <laughs> He, he doesn't want to claim that, he's I guess. Really, he's really upset right now. <laughs> I mean, he's I know him. Rob Feinstein, you know what I mean? Oh, my <laughs> Whoa, I don't think anybody's going to claim him right no. now. <laughs> hey, look, guys, of all look of all the wrestling pedophiles I could have name-dropped, I feel like he's the cleanest at this point. <laughs> that being said, MV Young, good guy. It, it, it has been like 15 The years. American attraction... <laughs> Yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What's your thoughts on that one? <laughs> no, Gifted Yaya's pretty dope. He's, he's fucking I, incredible. That match is sponsored by the Minds Behind the Video Game Series, done by Patrick Higgy Jr. and Review Fix. Uh, two young guys. I mean, uh, it was supposed to be a different match. A, a lot of these were supposed to be a different match. But you know what? MB Young's trying to make his name, and so is Yaya. 
So let's throw them together and see who's the better young guy. So I won't ask them for predictions because we usually do predictions for what's next. So I'll be the only one doing predictions. And I interviewed Yaya. So I'm going for Yaya. All right. So we got up next tag team action. It's going to be Bad Company going up against the Sea Stars. The Sea Stars coming off a big victory in the main event of your last show. Versus I would say it's their biggest. I mean, who, who would be bigger than them? Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. beat the debuting Proud and Powerful Santana and Ortiz like... Whatever. And then coming off the heels of that big victory, <laughs> Ashley Vox has been in and and in NWA. She's been on NWA Power. She was on NWA Into the Fire. So NWA, they have a pretty sterling reputation right now, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, nothing no, controversial no. happens there. Anyway, Delia XO was she competed in a uh, bodybuilding contest. Okay, that was incredible for her. Nice. Uh, you talk about the other team, the Ultraviolet just become the just became the Wow Women's Champion, which is awesome. Masha Slamovich is everywhere. Uh, literally, I went up to a show a few hours up and she was there. I was like, hey, how you doing? Um, that's going to be great. That's a match that Violet and Masha have been wanting for a while. Um, and there's something that is very rare in indie wrestling is great female tag teams. Uh, I think the Sea Stars set the standard, especially with the splitting of Holly Dead and Thunder Rosa. So if the Sea Stars, the, 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 you know, the standard, they're the, the bar, as you want to say. I mean, uh, Masha and, and Violet are looking to get up that high. So, you know, they're going to touch your metal. And, you know, can the young lionesses do it? Or will the sea stars who, again, went over on uh, LAX, EYFBO, Santana, Ortiz, Proud Powerful, are they going to reign supreme? They've been killing it in Battle Club. Ain't been killing it everywhere they go. The Sea Stars. So I'm very interested in this one, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Sea Stars again. I'm think the Sea Stars are gonna pick up another. Is that because you interviewed them? No, I didn't interview them. Oh, okay. I'm just I'm just gonna I'm gonna see the formula. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> I gotta mention all the sponsors. Without, yep. without you of guys. course, of we, course. We, we ain't shit without you guys. We ain't shit without the talent. We ain't shit without Mark Adam Haggerty. He better name him right now because I always forget. <laughs> Queen of the Ring is sponsoring. Woo! Not that match. See, you uh, messed me up. What, we're going to talk about her match that next. One's, that one's title match wrestling, who is incredible. The Ladies Night Out series, all that reality wrestling connection. Uh, Telly, I'm name dropping you. You're fucking awesome. I love having you on board. Title Match Wrestling Network. You can watch yes. all the Battle Club backlog, all the stuff we've ever done, and a whole shitload of more wrestling stuff that's got Mark on it. You can watch that on their network. And you have new new sponsors as well, right? I got a, a few new sponsors, yeah. yeah. I can't talk about their matches to you. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. So we're, we're going to get back to the matches. So uh, this next one is actually sponsored by the aforementioned Queen mm -hmm. of the Ring, former former co-host on True Hill Heat. She's forgotten nice. about, she forgot about the song. Awesome. Nah, she's awesome. She You can check her out uh, every Saturday on Wrestling With Regret on YouTube. Uh, her SmackDown review, I watch it every week. You hey, should as well. Better than exactly. And she did the Keith Lee uh, song very well. She, she killed it. She dude, killed it. Dude. That song has been in my head. <laughs> There's something to be said about a guy that sings his own song, too. Absolutely. <laughs> like, respect. And and finally, Full Sail gets the cue for when he says, Keith Lee, Keith Lee. They actually say it now. I, I like, like it. I like any song where the lyrics go something to the effect of, Rhetorical question! <laughs> Everybody knows the answer is Keith Lee. And I was like, oh, you don't get enough rhetorical questions... Getting called out for what they are in music. 
Gotta love it. So it's gonna be the main event going up against one of my personal favorites, another per another team that I interviewed, the Ugly Ducklings. Main event has been just shredding it. I mean, all the training they're getting from the House of Glory, you know, training camp. Um, I watched them in person and was incredibly impressed with them. The Ducks are a mainstay at Battle Club. I feel like if the, sh the show doesn't have the Ducks, it's not right. Um, <clears throat> they came up short last time against Swollen High End, but that's because they subbed out the injured Lance Lude with CPA. Nothing against CPA, but he's not a duck. He's a fiscally exactly. responsible businessman who sleeps in trash cans sometimes, right? Yeah, he does. He's right. got a little lump that's, you know, gone viral. Uh, Love CPA, but he's not the appropriate tag team partner. So, you know, Swole, AEW superstar, and uh, High End went up. But uh, that's going to be a great match because you have two tag teams that are, that are not just great in the ring. They're entertaining outside of being good wrestlers. You want to see them for whatever magic trick they might do or however they're going to hype the crowd up. I mean, everyone loves the quack call. Everyone loves, you know, uh, uh, Lion just jumping through the hula hoop into the, the, the mass of bodies on the outside. Like, it's entertainment on top of good wrestling. Like, the the one interview where I could not keep a straight face at all was definitely the ugly Rob duck. Rob is doing most, most, Rob is the, one of the funniest they, motherfuckers on the planet. They are just too hilarious. They just, they, they know their characters, and they just... Right. They just and, are it. And Coach, <laughs> Coach Mikey is my spirit animal. Oh, Coach, Coach Mikey is the best. I love him. Uh, referee Chris Levin and I, we managed the Ugly Ducklings in Delaware a couple weeks ago. Very nice. We helped lead them to victory when those treacherous South Philly's finest motherfuckers tried to cheat. Cool. And, uh, <laughs> there goes Chris. And then you guys can't watch this. No. no. Boom! We're Coach yeah. Mikey. Maybe, Coach Mike. We'll, 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 we'll ask maybe stuff to edit and post edit, but he's probably busy packing for Japan. Except you don't and have to do that. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. <laughs> I'm going to go in this one. I'm going to go with the Ugly Ducklings. They are hilarious. I, I can't wait to see uh, the main event. This is actually going to be my first time. I've heard good things about yeah, them from, from so House of Glory, good. so I'm looking forward to that. A debuting team. There's a lot of tag team matches for I, some I, reason. So I don't know if you've picked up on this. Yeah, there's just but, like uh, a lot. At our anniversary shows, <clears throat> tag team wrestling kind of stands out because the first ever match in Battle Club history was a tag team match. Makes so, sense. at the one-year anniversary, we had the Carnies versus the Kingdom. We yeah. had Federated versus the Ducks. At the two-year anniversary, we had, oh, man, like five tag team matches? It was insane. Um, <clears throat> this past three-year anniversary. So, like, this one for all is kind of an amalgamation of everything we've ever done. Okay. So, we're going to have, and, you know, the goal for 2020 is to debut these tag titles and see who is the best in Battle Club. Can't, can't wait to see it. That's why I was like, you know. It'd be a good time. Be yeah. a good time. I'm just saying. Just saying. Just putting it out there. So we got, uh, it's going to be the debuting team from, uh, I think they, they made a, quite the reputation over in OV, OVW as well as some other places. The Rep, they're going up against. The Rep, you're talking about the current reigning capital wrestling tag team champions, CZW mm -hmm. superstars, the Rep, Nate Carter and Dave McCall. Absolutely. Good friends of mine. I, I, I didn't know. I couldn't tell. Versus Killa Nova Culture, which I was very impressed with from our from the your last show. Wait, well, tell us a little bit about Sony, this. Sony, the rep, killed all of South Jersey. They they've been dominant in NYWC. Good friends with Mark. That's always a plus. But you know, Capital Wrestling Tag Team Champions, as he mentioned, like 
they're incredible. Dave McCall, Nate Carter. I mean, they go in there. They go into the combat zone. They can mix it up with the nastiest of them. And they'll go somewhere like NYWC and just out-wrestle whoever's across the map from them. And then you got Killer Nova Culture. You have the Trigger the OG, who's the vet, who is the mainstay of that Northeast kind of flow. He's different. He has a swag about him. He has his suit. He's got a cigar. And he's bringing up, you want to talk about Young Lions, Royce Bishop. I saw him in, like, I've watched this stuff. It's always different to see somebody first. I've watched this stuff. I was like, hell fucking yeah. We're going to bring Killer Nova up. I saw him come out the interest first. I'm like, that motherfucker, there's another one for you, is money. <laughs> Royce Bishop, is he has a license to print. Once he gets all his P's and Q's and totally nails down his technique, that's a world champion waiting to happen. And then being along the likes of Tasha and Casanova, who are just top talent, like they love to say, because it's true. Like This is definitely going to be something for the culture. You know, like I said, you, you, the rep and and, and, and with Nate and, and Dave, they, they represent what it is to be strong, fucking monstrous, black, powerful people. And then Killanova cultures, you got, you got your, your black, your white, your Spanish. It's a mix of everything. It's all about what it is to be, you know, hood, but at the same time, money making, we're going to be profitable. It's a clash. It's a Northeast versus South, Southern Northeast kind of thing. And I, I just loved it. When, when that match came on my mind, I'm like, that's just gonna steal. That's gonna steal the show. I think that's gonna be a match that you know, one of the few matches that probably win match of the night, but definitely gonna be a show stealer. I'm very interested in seeing this one. Like I said, I was impressed with Killanova mm. culture, but I'm gonna go with the rep. My wife actually says she's trained with the rep, so oh, shout wow. out, shout out to the rep. All right, so we got this next one is Wait, a see, you, man, you got you got the blazer. You got to keep us in line. Yes, that match is brought to you by your fellow friends at THWF True Hardcore Wrestling fans. They are one of the brand new sponsors. Uh, Ian and his team have always supported Battle Club, and they figured, well, you know what? Let's do something new for 2020 and come on as sponsors. They're going to be doing, you know, fan interviews and talent interviews, trying to be a little bit different. You know, everyone has their own avenues, and I just wish for everyone to eat and make money. So I'm so happy to have you guys on. And I'm happy that another true is on the is on the sponsorship <laughs> team. Another true, and they spell it correctly. They're not like us. <laughs> We're illiterate. Anyway, uh, Killer Nova Culture is back again. This time with the BCP <coughs> Icon Champion Tasha Steeles. You might have saw her at NWA Into the Fire pay per view. She's gonna be teaming up with Casanova to verse De Diamante and Casey Navarro. So at anything you can do, Tasha came out with Christian Casanova and made a challenge to Diamante. And Diamante just had a barn burner rematch against Casey Navarro. Family versus family. I mean, Tasha and Diamante's been something that started at Women's Crush Wednesday. Yes. And it's kind of trickled into the South a bit, and they're just kind of beating each other up wherever they go, wherever they see each other. I saw their Chancleta battle, yeah. and that went so, viral. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, mixed tag team action. Um, immediately after... One for all, there's a lost promo that was found that will be dropped. It's going to be dropped on January 5th because it's a challenge from Tasha and Christian to another prominent intergender wrestling star who has mm. an opposite sex tag team partner. Hmm. Little teaser for you on True Hill Heat 58. I love it. I and, love it. And who are these sponsors? Do you have that sponsor? I, I didn't have it written down, but you you you, you can take it away. Like, <laughs> 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 
Like, like God damn it! Like, I, I can't, I can't. No, dude, get it back, get it like, back. Like, that's why we're I have, over. that's we're, why I have the expert. That's why I got the expert here. That's why I got the expert here. Yeah, we are going a little. That's why I got the, that's why I got the expert here. So you know. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. I give, I'll give you, I'll give you time. But I, I was very much looking forward to this matchup. This was one of the first matchups that they made for this show. Like he said, at anything you can do. So in this one. I'm gonna have to go with uh, with Diamante and Casey Navarro. They mm. they in my eyes they had one of the best matches at anything you can do. So I feel like the family being together this time they're gonna get the victory. So the caveat with this match is if Diamante and Casey Navarro win, Diamante gets to keep her number one contendership that she earned while Harlow O'Hara was the champion. Um, and if she doesn't, then she falls back in the line, and Tasha gets to choose who her next opponent is. This match brought to you by uh, the brother, Damian Gracia, and the Salty Chips podcast. It ain't faulty being salty. You know? I like that. I like that's that. Good. Uh, that's a, that's a great catchphrase right there. The life coach, man. That guy's that guy great, and he's going to be here. He's coming from Texas to see the show. So that's Love amazing. it. Love it. This one has been very much causing a lot of ruckus online on the social on the social media world. Our good our good friend, he doesn't consider me a friend as you've seen from our interview. Darius Carter has an open challenge, an open invitational. And this match is sponsored by our good friends over at the Jobber Tears podcast, but it's been getting a lot of controversy on Twitter world, on Facebook, on Instagram. I don't know if you can divulge some information on why this has been like the main topic of discussion. The main topic of discussion is because Sir Wilkins said, I'll fucking fight Darius Carter. And you, you know Wilkins. Wilkins yes. is in better shape than 90% of the people on the indies. This is true. He's been training with Hog for over a year. This is true. You know, everybody's got to start somewhere. Even Wrestling's Richest Prize started somewhere. Yeah. Um, they've had a constant Twitter beef. It's kind of died down now, maybe because of the holiday season. They mm, feel a little you bit. Know, you know, they got to finish the Christmas shop. I mean, I've never seen other wrestlers chime in on a match more. And I'm, I'm talking about wrestlers that aren't booked, wrestlers that may never be booked. They're just chiming in on this match because it has stirred the pot like... Not many people are able to go toe to toe with Darius Carter on a in social media tip, and Wilkins has held his own. Yeah, and it, I'm I was I'm I've been impressed with with Wilkins yeah. holding his own. As 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 you guys might have remembered, me and Wilkins we went one on one at the first Jobber Slam. So <laughs> he is going in with the zero and one record. I just want to <laughs> warn you. I just want to warn you that. I just, I just, just want to warn you. But, no, Wilkins is one guy who's in the best shape out of everyone I know. He trains people for a living, mm -hmm. even professional wrestlers, mm -hmm. guys that you've seen in HOG, you've seen in Above, you've seen in MLW. He trains them. So, this guy is in peak physical condition, so I am not, I am not going to throw any slight to him. I know that he's in peak condition, and I know how hard he's been working on training. So, I'm very interested to see how everything goes down in this one so on this one though <coughs> i'm still trying to get my agent job with darius so i'm gonna go with darius carter on this one i'm, I'm so, yeah you know i'm just it is it's a brass ring invitational but the difference is it's an open challenge he usually has his opponents set yeah and wilkins took the challenge but the match hasn't been made official so it's still an open challenge. You don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to go with Darius. You know, slip him my card. I'm still available. Anyway. All right. So 
This one is the True Hill Heat sponsored matchup of the night. Like I said before at the top of the show, it's going to be the debuting Nick Gage. Debuting for BCP for the first time. He's going to go one-on-one, -on -one, first time ever against Jessica Havoc in a fans bring your own weapons, anything goes match. Tell, tell them how this came together for you. This is going to be a fucking fight. This is going to be just crazy. Uh, Mark will tell you. What, what happened the last time Jessica Havoc was in Ridgefield Park, New Jersey? Hmm. How'd the neighbors feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> so that was for me, for the other company that we won't name. But uh, she went outside and fought in front of Korean Jesus, and that was great. <laughs> in front of Korean Jesus? Yeah. Yeah, what? there's a Korean uh, Christian. Yeah, the Korean Christian a church. church across the street from that venue, and they went outside and they brawled and they smashed into a car, and the cops were called, and <laughs> oh, it was incredible. Uh, Korean Jesus did not think it was incredible. <laughs> he didn't. I'm uh -oh. sure he didn't. <laughs> this is gonna be dope, though. I'm excited for this one. She, uh, she's been, you know. Schedules haven't allowed for us to get back together and, and work, and it, it happened. She was open, um, and I just straight up asked her, "Is like, is there any way you want? Like, your return is a big deal to us." And she said, "Nick fucking Gage." And I, I know I have a pretty good rapport with him for you know some behind the curtain stuff. I'm not going to mention. Made it a point to go see him at ICW. Spoke to him. He said, "Yeah, fucking hell yeah, I'll fucking fight whoever you put in front of me." And I asked him straight up, "Is like, oh, I want to do Jessica Havoc. Is that a problem?" He goes. Fuck is wrong with you? I'll fucking fight anybody. Fuck. <laughs> and then he gave me the, a big bear hug and, and cut a fucking great promo. Um, love the gauge. Love Jessica Havoc. This is gonna be crazy. First time ever. They're gonna tear the house down. This is another reason why we had to do it in Jersey, so we don't have to worry about the bitch ass New York State Athletic Commission shutting us down. Because they're going to get wild. Because yes. you crazy fans are gonna bring whatever you want for them to beat each other up. Except glass. That's the venue's rule, not ours. No glass, but anything else, whatever you can imagine. If you want to put uh, eight dildos on a rotating screwdriver, hey. whatever. Swinging the dick. Swinging the dick. Swinging the dick. There you go. It'll uh, happen. They make those. You don't have to make it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to make it yourself. Yeah. You don't need arts and crafts. DIY, you I know? guess. There you go. Works. It works. I'm not gonna pick a winner for our sponsored match. I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best. I'm gonna interview both, even though I'm very very fearful that Nick Gage might threaten. Yeah, yeah. Yo, bring him yeah. bring him a Frito burrito from Taco Bell. There you go. Frito burrito. Yeah, okay. we were talking about Taco Bell, and he was like, "Yo, Haggerty, what you get from Taco Bell?" And I said, uh, "Frito burrito." He goes, "Fuck yeah, my girl put me onto those." There you go. And I was like, <laughs> "Cool." And was it? What? Uh, iced coffee. Iced, iced coffee. coffee. Yeah. There, there we go. There you you go. gave me the tips. Thank there you. you. I'm going to jot it down, producer, please. All right. And in the main event, another match sponsored by our good friends at Jobber Tears Podcast is going to be Anthony Bowens defending the BCP Heavyweight Franchise Championship against the one, the only, Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace, back in the same building, she won the first ever BCP Icon Championship. Can she do it again? Well, before we get into this, real quick, because I want to talk about this person who is, I can't, I'm not at liberty to say is your boy, but this is one of your persons. Uh, one of your persons. A new sponsor. Oh, don't, no, don't. What? Is it Shocky? No. Oh, thank God. No. <laughs> don't, don't you dare say Shocky Woodward no. is my boy. No. Shout out to Shocky. <laughs> okay. 
But Shocking All Pro Wrestling is sponsoring something that might be happening later on. It depends. But anyway, that's a spoiler. You got to be there to see this. Uh, Battle Club Boot Camp is something I've thought of. It's kind of in the likeness of Wrestler's Lab, where we're going to give lesser-known talents an opportunity to wrestle before the main show. Um, Squared Circle Sound Off, Sean Neutron. He's a good, good brother, good brother. Awesome guy. He's the sponsor of this match. And in the boot camp match will be... D.L. Hurst. Yes! That was good. Fucking love him. Love him. T.J. Crawford. Yeah. yeah, you like that one That's too? That's a really good one. Charles Mason. Okay, okay, okay. And I'm going to let you say it because Quack taught you how to say it. The last participant is... Still Life with Apricots <laughs> and Pears. Those four competitors will be in the boot camp match. That graphic will be dropping as soon as I get out the studio. Boom! And we just got a, a special announcement right there. An added bonus to everyone that's going to be out in Jersey on January 4th. Boot camp. Got to be Battle out in Club Jersey. Boot camp. You got to come out to Jersey January 4th. Tickets available. Brownpapertickets.com. But finally, the main event, Anthony Bowens versus Jordan Grace. Tell us a little bit about this one. Jordan Grace was the first ever Battle Club champion, period. Yes. The Icons was the title. First ever champion. The last time she's wrestled for Battle Club until she did anything you could do. The last time she wrestled for Battle Club in Jersey, she won gold. She made history. She won a match against Rachel Ellering, then went on to win the gauntlet. Um, it's been a while, you know. She did incredible for us uh, at anything you can do and is the first competitor to pin Darius Carter in Battle Club. Darius has losses. He's, uh, he's got a submission loss to Pete Dunne, and that's it. Pete Dunne is, you know, look at him and look where he is now. Yeah. And the other loss that he has suffered, he wasn't pinned. So he doesn't really count it. And that's why he still calls himself the ace of Battle Club. So this is the only competitor to pin Darius Carter. With that being said, with Darius's record, she catapulted herself to the number one contender spot for Anthony Bowens' franchise championship. Anthony Bowens won the title against four of the competitors, Trip Cassidy, Darius Carter, Matt McIntosh, and the Iron Demon, Shane Mercer. He went on to face his longtime friend, Tessa Blanchard, at anything you can do in a incredible match, which was featured on his uh, mini-doc that he put, has up on YouTube. Uh, go check that out. We're, we're, we're featured heavily. That was, it was awesome. Um, so now, again, it's another intergender match. These worlds are colliding. But this is a bit different because Jordan has tasted gold for Battle Club. Jordan understands what it means to get to the top. And she's in a place where she's won championships, uh, not just for us, for other companies. And Bowens, I think, is going to have his medal tested because he is the 5 tool player. But there is no one better at tossing guys around than Jordan Grace. Thick Mama Pump has been viral for throwing the likes of Brian Cage, who's probably the biggest muscle monster in pro wrestling right now, in indie pro wrestling at least. She threw him around on AEW. Yes. So at all in, yeah. can can Bowens fend her off? Can he defend his title successfully? Uh, can can Jordan Grace win the championship? Can she be the first ever person, man or woman, to hold both the icons and the franchise championship? Can she be the only person to hold multiple titles at Battle Club Pro? I mean, she has been just like 
out of nowhere, it feels like it's out of nowhere, but she's been wrestling since she was like 13. Yeah. But like, you know, she's been featured heavily on Battle Club. She's, she's, she's wrestled Santana Garrett. She's wrestled me again. Um, her competition at Battle Club has gone on to do amazing things. And now, she can be the person to dethrone Anthony Bones. And it'd be incredible because let's just say the next show we do is an icon show and it's all women's. We can have both titles featured if she just if she wins. Yeah, you know. So there's a lot riding on this match for both parties, and I just I couldn't think of a better match. I mean, Bowens versus Tessa has like 15 million views or something like that on it's a title huge. match. Yeah. So God knows the traction this will get. Especially, could you imagine if Grace wins? It's it would blow up. It would be it viral would blow, for sure. Like it would be insane. Yeah. So like this match has so many implications for the future of Battle Club. Uh, will Anthony remain the top guy, or will Jordan, you know, surpass Tessa as the top female talent by winning the franchise championship? Anthony strikes me as a top. Because <laughs> gay stuff! Hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> Anything from the spotlight in the True Hills before we wrap things up. <laughs> yes. Romeo is scared to ask what other weapon ideas Joe Kim has. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you want to give them ideas. Lego sets. <laughs> Covered in dildos. <laughs> A dildo made of Legos. Oh my Ooh. god. Sounds painful. Yes, very. He also says to pray for everyone staying up for Russell Kingdom and then headed to BCP. True But it's an afternoon show. Exactly. You so got time. You have time to go home and take a nap if you don't want to pull the double header and go to ICW. Exactly, exactly. And Wrestle Kingdom's going to end at like 6, 7 a.m. You got plenty of time. Also, and who's going to Wrestle TV Kingdom and then going to Battle Club Pro? I don't know if that's possible. Oh, yeah, no one's yeah. going. Yeah, you know, I, that seems, see seems like a long... <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, you know, you'd have to time travel. To like, I had to turn yeah. down a show in Atlanta because I'm in Nashville, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know about Japan and New York. You know, we can maybe have some jumpers watching, you know? <coughs> oh, yeah, okay. You Chris G says that according to Brad Shepard, Wilkins will be starting a Ninja Turtle gimmick in 2020. And Romeo says that, that, yeah. that not since King Maxwell have I seen a young prospect like Sir Wilkins. <laughs> Absolutely. Expert analysis from the Romeo report, as Romeo! usual. As usual. <laughs> Uh, and Anthony Bowens versus Jordan Grace. I'm gonna go with Jordan Grace to make history. Oh. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go for the upset in Jordan Grace make history. See what he's doing? He's over there changing it. <laughs> like change the finish. Making history, and then you guys could come on down to on January 12th and watch Jordan Grace win the Impact Knockouts Championship yeah, at Love Story gold, with us. Know. Yes, she's gonna have all the gold. So yes. That is all for this edition of True Hill Heat 58. I want to thank, of course, our great guest host, Mark Adam Haggerty, for joining us on for the first time. How did how did you how did you feel about the show? I know it's not SmackDown with the Lynches, but you know, how did you feel? But like what 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 is SmackDown with the Lynches? It's my favorite show on YouTube. <laughs> uh, I had a lovely time. Thank you for having me. No, I'm glad. I'm glad you came. You came out. There you go. There well, you I came go. out last oh. year, actually. Well, not that way. I mean, out to. What was that? <laughs> oh, it was uh, just a teaser. 
Just a teaser. Teaser? Just the top part. Ooh, yes, yes. Ooh la la. We just got a teaser. We got some beautiful gold. Showed off a little teaser for you guys. But, Mark, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for coming out onto the show. That's what I'm. Oh, I got you. Before. Yeah. Do you know my name now? Uh. <laughs> EC3? <laughs> and I want to thank Joe Kim, Joe Kim Morales, our very special surprise guest host, our third man, a third mystery man, Hulk Hogan himself, Joe Kim Morales. Thank you for coming on, making your third appearance as well. Make sure you guys follow me throughout all social media at Mark A. Haggerty. A new episode of The Locker Room Detectives just dropped as we were speaking. It features uh, retro AG Anthony Green from Evolve. Uh, I believe we've got Rhino in this episode. We've got Will Ferraro from Ring of Honor. We've got Cheeseburger from Ring of Honor. Uh, it's a really great episode. New episodes every single Thursday. And watch me this Saturday night on MLW Fusion. Hey, Mark, before you stop, Chris G says to come through to the True Hill Heat viewing party, there's a joint with your name on it. Okay. Well, I'm not going to confirm or deny whether or not I'm going to be indulging in something like that. But um... If he's not booked, he's probably there. <laughs> How big is this joint? <laughs> it's like a, a, a dildo. Dildo made of Legos filled with weed. <laughs> Watch the next edition of Joints and Jabronis. He'll give you a preview. And you can follow Battle Club Pro at X Battle Club Pro, right? On Twitter and Instagram and Facebook.com forward slash Battle Club What about Pro. you? Joe Kim Morales, I'm weird. I have my full name on everything. No one had that already? Uh, I, don't, I don't think people... There's not a lot of Joe Kim Morales? There's not a lot of Joe Kim Morales. Real question. Do people outside of wrestling have Twitter? Um, yes. Maybe. Yes. Like I don't know. I wouldn't baseball, know. Baseball. I, I, know, I know our president does. <laughs> That's about the only person. Yeah. <laughs> Him and Seth Rollins. Anyway, um, so yes, we got to plug the rest of our lineup on our YouTube channel this week. You got Ness XT coming up. You got the All Elite Recap, another edition of SmackDown with the Lynches, and the Romeo Report. Follow us online at True Hill Heat on Twitter, on Instagram, as well as Facebook. Buy the merch. If you're going on Pro Wrestling Tees already, you got to go to Mark Adam Haggerty's ProWrestlingTees.com. Slash Haggerty. And ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash True Hills. Try it out. Go on there. Buy some t-shirts. His first, of course. His first. You have a you have a shirt? Yeah. You have a store on Pro Wrestling Tees? Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> Joe, can I need a ride to my car? <laughs> Yes, and of course, subscribe to our YouTube channel, True Hill Heat. Thank you, thank you. Thank you too. I know, right? You're double <laughs> fisting, Mike. Uh, I'm double. Uh, swing. I'm double swinging. Uh, I'm, I'm double swinging. So for Mark Adam Agri, for Joe Kim Morales, I'm your True Hill Phenom SP3 for our True Hills Year End Awards for 2019. I want to thank you all for watching us. Signing off until 2020. Until next time.